Welcome to Force Points to the Point Cybersecurity Podcast. Each week, join Eric Trexler and Erica Pierce to explore the latest in government cybersecurity news and trending topics. Always covered in 15 minutes or less. Now, let's get to the point. Hi, and welcome to episode 26 of To The Point Cybersecurity. This is one of your hosts, Erica Pierce, and also joined by Eric Chexler. Hi, Eric. How you doing? Good afternoon, Erica. So this week, uh, we are going to be talking about the Raise the Bar initiative. So before you guys say, we know you guys already talked about this before, we're going to have a little bit of a different angle today. Um, we have a guest, uh, Michelle Jordan of Force Point. Hi, Michelle. Hello, how are you? Doing well. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. And um, what what we want to talk about is that we know that Force Point recently had an event. They had a breakfast um, just last week where the focus was talking about Raise the Bar, which is an initiative by NSA that's really focused on how securing um, the digital assets of the government. Is that is that describing it at a very the right way, Michelle, at a high level? You, I know you probably have a much more technical way of, of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's uh, raising the bar on the cross-domain technology that's out there um, to the uh, National Cross-Domain Strategy Management Office, which is the NCDSMO, uh, also led initiative by NSA of protecting national security system assets. Right. And, and the, the whole notion, the reason why it's called raise the bar, right, is, is because it's raising the bar on the security architecture. So actually taking it beyond what we saw in, in the NIST framework. Right. Is that right? That's correct. Because currently, yeah, the, the NIST framework alone by itself is not enough to protect us from the evolving threats that are out there. What's changed? Like, so what's changed architecturally uh, is. Well, no, I mean, why do we have to raise uh, the bar? The standards were put out at one point, right? Have they have they changed because of the adversarial threat? Have we learned more or this is just phase yes. two of what we've been doing? No, actually, um, from NSA conducting numerous studies um, over the past couple of years, they've realized that the adversaries have been able to get into our uh, networks. And so they want to raise the bar, quote unquote, architecturally on uh, the cross-domain solutions that are providing that protection to our DOD and IC and warfighter community so that adversaries cannot easily break through those cross-domain solutions and pivot out to additional networks and gain access to that information. We're really taking very highly, highly secured capability and making it more secure is what you're saying. Absolutely. Well, okay. And I know there was there was a, some interesting panelists that were at the breakfast. M Michelle, can you tell us a little bit more about who was there and just just give us sort of, you know, a, a one minute or two minute. Um, just, you know, what did you hear that was interesting or fascinating that our leader that our listeners, I'm sorry, um, might be interested in? Um, because I, I know it's, this is an initiative that um, it's, it's important. It's important to the mission of um, government agencies. And, and but uh, you and I, when we were doing our prep before, you were saying how different agencies or, or different folks have different viewpoints on, ra on what raising the bar means to depending on um, their level of threats and the networks that they are using. 
Sure, absolutely. So uh, Dorian Pappas, who spoke from the NCDSMO, did give his viewpoint of raise the bar and how uh, vendors should be architecting their technologies in a certain manner to meet those um, ever-growing threats. And he also gave an overview of the fundamentals of a cross-domain solution and how they should protect uh, government assets. Um, The panelists that we had on the um, Raise the Bar Breakfast were uh, Major Wallach, and he is from DIA, and he is the lead for the assessment team there. We also had Jack Castro from FBI, and we had uh, Matthew Kashiba, and he's from the... Now, he's from the DISA uh, Cross-Domain Enterprise Solution Services. And so... um, Yes, yes. Right. And we also had on the panel uh, Graham Welling, who is from Forcepoint, who is the Director of Software Development. And so all four individuals gave their own personal viewpoint of um, what raised the bar meant to them. And I found it interesting that for... Um, DIA and for FBI, similarly, um, using different classification of a network, uh, viewed raise the bar in a different light uh, than NSA, who's protecting the uh, secret and below interoperability uh, networks. And so DIA, in turn, felt that um, sometimes mission could supersede some of the raise the bar um, initiative uh, uh, restraints that go into play when you're um, locking down a cross-domain solution. And so really they take a look at mission and security kind of equally and that they realize uh, a warfighter out in the field needs to be able to perform their duties and get the job done. And if uh, the guard is restricting them to the point where they can't perform those abilities, then sometimes uh, the mission supersedes uh, security in some respects. So really getting um, down to risk, way. understanding risk oh. levels and saying, I'm willing to trade off speed or capability for some level of risk. Correct. And because their network level doesn't include um, an unclassified network, the threat level seems to change a little bit when you're dealing with higher classification levels where your lowest classification might only be a secret. And so um, FBI had also viewed um, their uh, raise the bar initiative in the same uh, respect but they are also wanting to um, increase their um, uh, risk, or not increase, but um, bring their guarding solutions up to raise our compliancy. And then we also had uh, Matt, who's from the Enterprise uh, Service, and they were more concerned with uh, the Raise the Bar initiative and and having to meet those stringent requirements and then what it's going to do to the latency that their customers are going to receive on the back end because of the Raise the Bar initiative. And then, of course, we had Graham Welling, who spoke from a perspective of doing uh, raise-the-bar development on solutions and 
what it all entailed as far as meeting those architectural um, requirements and uh, building out a new cross-domain solution for that purpose. So what's the answer then? I mean, we had the debate. What did they all decide? So I think they all acknowledge that raise the bar is good and that um, it definitely needs to be incorporated. But rather than enforce it upon all of these agencies all at once, they possibly should have taken a step back and asked the agencies what they were experiencing and how could cross-domain solutions be improved to meet that need um, before going ahead and making a strict mandate and requiring them to move towards this initiative. So it almost reminds me a little bit of uh, phase one of CDM, right? Where, you know, the feedback yes. is <clears throat> um, allow the agencies to, you know, tell you a little bit more about what their their needs are in terms of, um, you know, security protections, as opposed to just, you know, sort of setting this this uh, base level without that sort of two way feedback. So that that's interesting that that's that was the feedback for this initiative as well. Right, because you can lock it down. Oh, go ahead, Amisha. I was just going to say, you're absolutely right. Um, the feedback that I had received was um, in the past, when they did make changes like this, that they would reach out to the community as a whole and get feedback from the community. And then they would have a meeting on it to decide the path and the way forward. This seems to have just been formulated mm -hmm. without taking consideration of the community at large, and then just having applied and enforced. At the end of the day, the goal is to get sensitive information either up onto a different network or down onto a different network, depending on what you're doing, or access it in a very secure manner, correct, and timely. Correct. And, I mean, for example, we have several customers who are out there uh in the war fighting position in Afghanistan and Qatar, and they're actually uh, pulling information and bringing it to the analyst, uh, analysts so that they can review this information and act upon it within a timely manner. And they're doing it while transversing dispersed networks and being able to uh, utilize cross-domain solutions to conduct this activity is you know, unbelievable. And not only that, but they're also using technologies that are meeting raise the bar and, and doing it effectively and efficiently. So Michelle, do you think kind of going back to Eric's first question, um, will we see a, you know, sort of a second horizon of raise the bar or is this a level at, um, you know, is it at such a high security architecture at this point that it, it really can meet the, the goals um, of the initiative? Um, unfortunately, no. Uh, this uh, raise the bar initiative is going to be a continuum mm. and as I understand it, it will be done in phases. Uh, right now, they've set a certain criteria as to meeting phase one. And so once vendors have met the phase one, they are then selected to be on the NCDSMO's baseline list for cross-domain solutions. And then uh, 
every year we will see a new raise the bar come out, like a new set of criteria maintain their viability within the community and uh, beyond the NCDSMO's baseline list for products to be used across uh, the government. Okay, so we've got this healthy tension between the mission-focused teams and then the security capability on the back end led by NSA to ensure that our nation's most critical networks are secured. We've got a continuing evolution, if you will, or evolving uh, security capability. Absolutely. That's a very good perspective. Probably listening to me right now. (laughs) Oh, please, they do not. Awesome. Oh, you don't think anyone from the NSA listens to our podcast? <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode of To The Point Cybersecurity. Um, thank you, Michelle, so much. We appreciate um, you sharing the insights from the breakfast. And, you know, Force Point does these events just to, again, continue the dialogue um, with government leaders and others and other uh, industry leaders. So um, the, it, it's, it's great to be able to sort of talk about these events after they happen and share those share them with the listeners who were not able to attend. It sounds like yes. it was a great dialogue from both it sides, was. which was, which is exactly what we're looking to do. Inspire a working dialogue about real problems in our time of our time. Well, Eric, I thank you. And I thank you, Erica, for inviting me. And uh, I appreciate your time. Excellent. Well, thank you, Michelle. And thank you to all the listeners who uh, tune in, who tuned in this week. And please continue to uh, download the episode, subscribe, uh, give us ratings on iTunes and let us know what you want to hear us talk about on To The Point Cybersecurity. Until next week, Erica. Until next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the To The Point Cybersecurity podcast brought to you by Forcepoint. For more information and show notes from today's episode, please visit www.forcepoint.com slash govpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.